Hello and welcome back to the Talking Prem Podcast. I am Jamie. I am your host. This week we have a couple of new hosts, one you guys are pretty familiar with. It's Booth from the Jiff and Gem Hour of Power Podcast. Hello. And we also have a guy who we brought on because he does know a lot about football and he loves the game, but has since told us tonight that he hasn't watched the game since his beloved Nottingham Forest were pretty much knocked out of the playoffs on the last game of the championship season. Nugget, how are you going? I, look, I honestly still don't want to talk about it. I honestly, how can you be so bad at football in eight weeks? It's phenomenal. Oh, even in just well, that well, last day. You oh, do support Nottingham Forest, so what do you expect? You know the worst part about it? For literally the entire season, we were up there going up. We we're like, oh, we might get automatic. Nah, the the top two kind of flew away from us. That's all right. We'll make playoffs. Nah, don't matter. We'll make playoffs. We'll make the playoffs. How didn't we make the playoffs? Swansea. I'm sad. Hasn't I that been the great. case for the last like couple of seasons though as well? No, no, no. This is new for us because we're never up this end of the ladder. We're normally oh, down the so other end. At least you had hope this time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, I don't know. What's worse, we, having hope and then having it quashed or having no hope at all? No. Hope I don't know, to be fair. No hope at all was pretty fun. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we might win the we might win League One. See, that's a positive. That's a trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah could, could win League One. As a Blades fan, we've done it. It's a good feeling. Just felt like the, the, the lower we go down, the closer we are to Notts County. And I just don't want to be involved in that. <laughs> hey, hopefully, they'll come, hopefully they'll grow and be actually a competitive team again one day, like the likes of AFC Wimbledon, but not anytime soon. No chance. So I guess... We'll answer all your pressing questions about where's the shear gone, why isn't the shear on. Uh, basically, we I decided to remove him as the co-host as he just – I felt like it just was a bit too much for him to commit to full-time. As we go into next Premier League season, it'll prob- most likely be a two-times-a-week show with a review and a preview show. And I just didn't think that he'd be able to commit 100% into the show. And I want to grow the show make it big. So talking around, asked the advice of a few people uh, – confided in my God, and yeah, they all pretty much told me that it was time to move in a different direction. And I did. And, and, and I, I thank Allah on. for sending Jamie my way. All praise yeah. to Allah. Well, I was more thinking, you know, going over to the Nugget route, and I have since realised that possibly wasn't a great idea when his first words are, so yeah, I haven't watched the game for a while. What's going on? <laughs> yes, I thought football season was over. Oh, my, my season ended three weeks ago. What happened to you guys? <laughs> There's more? Oh yeah, it's. Wait, it, you actually know the, the worst part about it too is I, it because it, it, I can't generally, honestly follow another fo- uh, English football team because in the in the Premier League. So I, I I venture elsewhere into the other realms of football, and you know what? You go to the Bundesliga, and ah, Wolfsburg, God, they're doing well. We're in Europa. No, we're not. No, we are not. We will definitely get into that a bit, a <laughs> little bit later. But we'll start with the Champions League. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. oh my, <laughs> um, that is so unprofessional. Uh, it's a Kirk Minahan thing. The Minna fans will love it. So I don't know. They listen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John from Scranton, Chris in Wakefield. Love you guys. Um, so we'll get into the results. Personally, <laughs> yeah, uh, LK, you know, they, all these people, Kirk's desk, big fan of the show. So um, we'll get into the results. Juventus 2, Leon 1. Unfortunately, and fortunately for Manchester City. Juventus drop out and they now play Leon. Man City now play Leon in the next round. Is it me or does like Juventus just not have anyone to help Ronaldo? It just seems like he's trying to do it all by himself. 
I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like he's trying to he's take he's taking the light off everyone else. I believe he he does have he Juventus do have a very solid squad. To be fair, you got the likes you got a very good centre back, very confident centre back partnership yeah. this season with um Chiellini, Benucci, and then you got Delict who's actually been playing really well this season. Midfield are aging, but like they're still very quality footballers. Mm-hmm. But uh. Uh, I think Ronaldo's taking the limelight, saying it's uh, Ronaldo's time. Ronaldo's time to shine. This is Ronaldo's team. I'm like, oh no, Juventus has been a big club before Ronaldo, and it'll be a big club after Ronaldo. Yep. What are what are our thoughts on uh, just quickly the sacking of uh, Maurizio Sarri and the appointment of Andrea Pirlo as oh, yeah. Juventus manager? I reckon they were going to do that regardless of if they got through or not. I think they wanted Pirlo as manager, and they weren't happy with Sarri. So I don't know Sorry. why, but. I think it's a bit of a knee-jerk decision, though, to be honest, to do it so quickly. Quickly. I don't know if uh, Pirlo is quite ready to manage at the top level yet. He, he has He has already started, like, selling players. He's already come through and said these players are going, and they are some key players in the Juventus lineup. He's uh, Costa, apparently, on the chopping block. So is Higuain, whose prime days are behind him, but still quality footballer. Matuidi, they're, they're on the chopping block. Um, Dechilio, Alexandro even. like Alexandro is probably one of the best left-backs in the world currently. He's on the chopping block. So, big moves from Pirlo. Yeah, I think he wants to sort of uh, inspire a Italian revolution again at Juventus. Start bringing through those uh, young Italian players. And obviously, if you've got young Italian players playing at the top level, that bodes good. Bodes well for the uh, national team, doesn't it? You would think so. Yeah, no. So yeah, I think you know maybe it's a it's a good idea appointing him, but in my opinion, I think maybe too soon for Pirlo. Same thing happened with Thierry Henry, and it didn't exactly work out. Even even Gattuso in his first stint to be the AC Milan, you got to you bring a club legend in, and uh, boy, did that <coughs> that was that was that was awful. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. ugly when it doesn't go the right way. Whereas you look sometimes at the other side. Maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes maybe, maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Although it give Gattuso credit, he has done well with Napoli, but we'll get to Napoli soon anyway. Yep. I mean, they're looking you think they're probably looking to try and have the success that Madrid's had by bringing Zidane in. I mean, I think he was winning a trophy every six months when he first came to Madrid and now he's back there, he's still winning trophies. So it could go that way, but it could go the opposite way and uh, You'd hope for, you know, Ronaldo's sake at Juventus, it goes the, the, the positive way because he's there to win more trophies. He wants to do it for the old lady and, you know, he needs Pilo's help now. He can't do it all by himself. He's not 27 anymore. He's, what, 34 now? He's bloody old and he's starting yeah. to show it. Yeah, um, we'll move into the next game, which I know is close to Boots Heart. Man City 2, Real Madrid 1. Um, I mean, we talked about it last week, Booth. This was how we sort of thought it was going to go. Fortunately for you, um, Varane had a shocker, an absolute shocker. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a Madrid. It's mistakes at Madrid that we're not used to seeing, but City capitalised. But in saying that, I think City were going to be too good anyway. They would have found a way to put it to bed. And <clears throat> sure enough, they did. Yeah, like quite lucky how it all transpired. Um, even if we didn't score those two goals, though, still would have progressed through. Had, away goal had rule, those yep. two away goals, um, but yeah, uh, I don't, I didn't 
Like I thought the only way we would lose is if we got stiffed uh, by the refs. But yep. you know, it, it was a yeah, the old UEFA mafia. <laughs> um, it was all right. Um, UEFA mafia only second to the Scunthorpe mafia. <laughs> so uh, moving forward against Leon. Pretty confident. I know you talked in the Men City group page the other day that you weren't exactly confident. You were a little bit worried about them, but yeah, they do have a they do have a um, you know, little niggle against us. They like to be our bit of a bogey team. So I guess guess we'll see. But I'm confident, but not too confident. Like just it's a good way to go. Just smooth confidence. I. I think this will probably be one of the one of the matchups of the the rounds. This one, Leon, Leon are surprisingly, well, not really surprisingly, they have they have always had a really solid squad. But yep. in the French league, they like you're up against PSG, who are always, like they're always going to play second fiddles to that team. So yeah. I think they've actually shone that team has shone brightly in Europe this season, and it could be another uh, AS Monaco rebuild. Uh, Monaco had that really good European run a few years ago when they don't had the say that. Don't say that because they knocked City out. Monaco knocked City out. Don't <laughs> say it. I'll say it. Say it ain't so. <laughs> Mate, the lights are still on. I'm not going to say it. It's all right. Leon, I, this will be a good game. I think Leon, I reckon Leon will get, get the ball past them. Right, now, now, Jared, I know you've been out of football for a while. You haven't really been watching. But when you say one of the matchups of the rounds, there is a potent, there is a matchup in the next round. It's uh, between this small German club called Bayern Munich and this other, you know, up and coming uh, Spanish club called Barcelona. I don't know if you've heard about them, but they're also playing in the next round. Nah, nah. You got <laughs> the underdogs. You got the underdogs. Who cares? But it doesn't matter. One, one, one of the one of the, one of the big teams is going to win. Like, what's the what's the point? Either Bayern, uh, the Barcelona is going through, or Bayern's going through. Like, it's it doesn't matter. Like, there's going to be a big team in in the next round after that, after the yeah. in the in the finals. Like. It's going to be Atlanta. Uh, okay, so speaking of Bayern, four-one uh, win over Chelsea. Chelsea, you know, looked pretty good in the Premier League to finish, but this game they just got torn apart by a clearly superior team. Um, Lewandowski looked really sharp. Just all around the park, they looked deadly. I don't, was, I don't know uh, what it is. I don't know what it is about Bayern Munich and, and uh, London teams. London but fuck, teams, do they yeah. enjoy them? <laughs> they just enjoy playing teams from London. <laughs> um, I just quick, quick note. Um, who do we think is the highest paid Chelsea player? It's it's Kepper, isn't it? No. The, it's not? No, the guy who you won't believe team? who it is. Jared, who do you think is the highest paid Chelsea player? I, I oh. honestly couldn't tell you. Is it Asby? No, it's it's Callum Hudson-Odoi. <laughs> oh, really? It's, Whatever it's on 180 you. grand a week. Too much. That's the highest paid player. He's the eighteen-year-old that can't get a Premier League goal. Yeah, he's on one hundred and eighty grand a week. Probably the best defensive midfielder in the world in Kante, and he's not on one hundred and eighty grand a he, week. He's on one hundred and fifty grand a week. Well, Timo surely... Werner is on one hundred and forty-five thousand. Jesus, I would have said he'd be on more for sure, especially coming new to the club. That's that's. I guess that's Callum pretty good. There's... Hudson Adoy, you're joking me. He really. Extorted Chelsea with that whole Bayern Munich link. That's high robbery. <laughs> so I thought uh, Kepper was the one stealing a living in that Chelsea squad. No, it's Callum Hudson Adoy. Well, Kepper with his little arms can't reach his pockets enough because Hudson Adoy has the money. 
Uh, speaking of goalkeepers, Manuel Neuer made a massive mistake. Is this possibly his decline? The decline he's that we've all been waiting for? few years now he has been he has he's a slow decline because of injuries to be fair as well he has had on and off that ankle has been playing up for years now but yeah he is he's definitely on the down he's he's a slowly decline he needed his mobility and i don't think he has that anymore oh is there i don't know really the rules in german football but do they allow mobility scooters on the fields no, I I think no, I think well, that's only it's it's only restricted to Bundesliga two that one. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where the rest of the um German uh, yeah the the up. FC St. Pauli keeper he's he's on a mobility scooter. Come on, Stuttgart! Doesn't this striker also run with crutches? This is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, getting away, from, getting away from Germany uh, and that beat down uh, Barcelona three Napoli one. Uh, we talked about it before coming on. Uh, Koulibaly was potentially going to move to Manchester City for an exorbitant fee. Stop the bus. <laughs> yeah, possibly Stop this game. The bus. Get this, off. This, this game is the reason why he's not now just torn apart. But that whole defence was torn apart by Leo Messi. And uh, nothing epitomised that more than that goal where they found him in the box. He fell down and then proceeded to just get back up again and then just score an absolute stunner. Like... <laughs> What, do you, what more can you say about him? Like, I try to defend Ronaldo as the best player in the world, but then Messi does shit like that. It's like, fuck, like, they're both just as good as each other. They both do crazy, freakish things, but I just think sometimes Messi can do things that Ronaldo... There's no way Ronaldo would have been able to do that. Absolutely not. No, well, Ronaldo couldn't Ronaldo progress through the, through the next round, so I think, I think Messi's upped him on that one. Yeah. Jesus Messi Christ, what a I mean, the, the way he won that penalty as well, just uh, absolutely robbing Koulibaly blind, getting in behind him and then taking that massive kick to the ankle and, you know, you, you feed Suarez so that he doesn't bite people. Give him a goal. The, the confidence Messi has in his teammates, the bloke wasn't even watching the pen. He was tying his shoes. <laughs> uh, he I was mean, at that point... shoelaces and Suarez puts it into the top corner. Like, what are you, the confidence surrounding that man. Well, I mean, at that point too, he didn't... They were up 2-1. It, it really didn't matter. They were going through anyway. I think they were 4-2 up on aggregate by that stage. So, Or 4-1. They are up. So they were going through anyway. But that Barcelona team, it just seemed like this year was going to be the year they sort of dropped off. And they're still kicking. They're still in the Premier League. Uh, Premier League, in the Champions League. Really hoping yeah, they, they can knock the, out. They got the call up. <laughs> well, you know, there's that whole Catalans thing. It's a bit like, is it part of Spain? Is it not? They could just move around if they want. Wait, you ask them. anyone from Catalonia, they're definitely not part of Spain. They're, they're not, not part Spanish. of Spain, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, they're probably the – I hope they can knock out Bayern Munich in the next round just for City's sake. But um, that's going to be a hell of a tie, Bayern Munich versus uh, Barcelona yet again. No. All right. No. No. <laughs> Game of the round. Yeah. I've said before – is City versus Leon. Moving on. <laughs> All right, we'll take Moving your word for swiftly it. on. Moving swiftly on. Um, I mean, Europa League, everything sort of went the way we sort of predicted last last week, Booth. Um, it it the- nearly didn't. It nearly didn't. My boys, Copenhagen, that goalkeeper put in an absolute shift. Oh, massive he was shift. living I mean, up to the name. Uh, well, the abbreviation, fuck. Fuck man, you. That's what it was. Uh... <laughs> Fuck me. And somehow, just quickly, Bruno Fernandez gets a better rating than the goalkeeper that nearly kept a bloody clean sheet. He made a million saves. 
It's menu bias again. I mean, again, they get through by the strike of a penalty. But we'll go back to last week's games. That's what I was referring to. Um, unlucky for uh, Unugget, Shakhtar Donetsk, three. Uh, Wolfsburg, nil. That was a 5-1 aggregate score. Copenhagen, fuck, three. Istanbul, Bersikshir, uh, nil, 3-1 on aggregate. Man United were lucky to scrape through against that. I think we said it was a... The, the Farmers? Great, yeah, the, the Farmers. I think it was an Austrian team. I don't think we confirmed that, but that's what we went with. They only oh, just the ones that didn't have the badge, Lask. L-A-S-K. Yeah, Lask, yeah. L-A-S-K, yeah. They they had, they only just went down to United 2-1 and 7-1 uh, on aggregate, so really almost pegged it back there. Yeah, it was a so cracking cool. goal. It, their goal was the screamer, but... Um, International, or FC Inter, uh, a 2-0 over Getafe. No surprise there. A bit of a struggling Spanish team. As we talked about, Booth, Sevilla, the Europa League experts, 2-0 over you over AS Roma. Yep. They really they really scare me in the next they've got Wolves tomorrow morning, and I'm really not looking forward to that game. I want Wolves to go through. Leverkusen beat Rangers 1-0, 4-1 on aggregate. Uh Basel got up 1-0 over Frankfurt. So that was a 4-0 aggregate. Basel go through. And Wolves just got through over Olympiacos, 1-0, 2-1 on aggregate. Which uh, that's a lot of games to talk about. Uh draws us into what happened last night. Uh, Inter Milan, two, Leverkusen, one. Romelu Lukaku scores another goal. To, what a goal, by the way. Yeah. Getting he, absolutely dragged down to the ground. It still puts still it away. Lots of past the keeper. You need, you need a tow truck to drag that man down. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He yeah. is a refrigerator. Can I have it scoring and playing in his last Leverkusen game, as it would seem? <laughs> um, yet again, another, another Inter Milan I mean, it's not the Champions League, but they're through to a semi-final now, so that's huge for them. And as you said, Booth, fuck Copenhagen, only just going down to Man United, the keeper, unbelievable effort, did everything he could to try and keep him in it. And yet again, bloody Man United get get through on the skin of a penalty. Uh, I think that's the 15th one they've had this yeah, season, including Premier League. And like, my God, was it a dive and a half. Oh, yeah. Tony Marshall it's... dives again. Tony Marshall gets a pen. <laughs> What do you want from him? What do you want from him? He does what he needs to for his team. He goes over when he has to. And Bruno jumps up and smashes it up. Yeah, skips it up and puts it away. I don't... Any Man United fan that thinks that they've they've gotten through on merit is bullshit. Like, they're just winning fucking penalties. Like, they got into Europe in the Premier League on penalties because, you know, 14 in a season, like... God, it's frustrating. But, hey, it's Man United. It's the way it's always been. I guess we should just get used to it. Um, you don't have to be better than your opposition. You just have to be smarter. And if yeah. you know they're going to do something stupid in the box, well, you take every bit of advantage you can get. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving on to tomorrow morning's game, 5 a.m. kickoff here in Australia. Wolves, the pod- I don't want to say the podcast team because that always jinxes team. RIP Brentford. No, they're um, not taking- my podcast team. Uh, oh, yeah, true. You- that's right. Yeah, Man City's the podcast team. There you go. There's the jinx. Thank uh, you. Yeah, they- yeah. yeah. <laughs> up early on. Wolf- oh, well, it's two different leagues, but mate, like it's the Champions League and then Europa League. So Wolves, are, no, 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 no. Sevilla is the podcast team going into this Europa Thank League you. quarterfinal. Yeah, Sevilla, Sevilla are Europa League specialists. They are. They honestly are. How many times? How many times have they won it in the last ten years? Like, well, they, they won it three years in a row. They did do the three feet. They're the perennial team that gets into the Champions League and then drops out after the group stage and then wins Europa. Like it's just the way they do it. It's good business. Yeah. I don't know what you want. True, you can't argue. We can't beat you, but we can beat the idiots coming under us. So yeah, that's the that's the 
well, not the first game, that's one of two games tomorrow morning. The next is Shakhtar Donetsk, who disposed of Wolf- Wolfsburg. They take on FC Basel. Um, yeah, I think Shakhtar's going to win this one. You can't, you can't yeah. really call them Shakhtar Donetsk. They're, they're Brazil C, honestly. Brazil yeah. C? <laughs> yeah. They have every Brazilian that doesn't play in Brazil. It's honestly phenomenal. And can't make the bigger leagues in Europe. They, they have Brazilians that have been in Ukraine so long that they're actually Ukrainian now and play for the Ukraine Carlos. national team. Carlos is the prime example <laughs> of that. But to be fair, Shakhtar do actually, they scout a lot of good talent. you got Fernandinho, yep. you got Douglas Costa, Alex Teixeira, big Brazilians that are quite good footballers. So I don't know, Shakhtar could be the team to watch. It would be good to see them go through. I mean, they'll beat Basel easy. I don't think Basel's got enough to get it over him, but it would be good to see them go a little bit look, further. Look, we Unless... thought that in the last game for Basel and they fucking went to town. The only, I think, oh, the, the winner of that goes on to play Inter, Inter Milan. So that's a massive yeah. game for them next round. And if Wolves can get over us uh, here, they're playing Man United in the next round. So that's huge. English Premier League, at least it's going to be one English team in the uh, final if uh, Wolves can get past Sevilla. So let's hope they can. The podcast's Team Sevilla, that is. Let's not, remember to not jinx Wolves because we need them to go through. Sorry, Brentford. My bad. Um, so that's it for Europa League fixtures and uh, Champions League fixtures. We'll move on to a league that's close to all of our hearts as we, you know, barrack on for Rangers to help Celtics um, push for- <laughs> to help Celtics push for 10 Scottish premierships in a row. Good news. Kilmarnock, the legends that they are, they held Celtic to a one-all draw on Sunday and Rangers got a 3-0 win over St. Mirren. Now, this by no means means that Rangers are on top of the table because Hibs are also two from two, but it's Hibs on six points, Rangers on six points. Ross County, who have like four or five members of their squad named Ross, which it's is just all a great three of their goalkeepers the name. Yeah, Ross, yeah. And I think they've got a midfielder and a defender that are called Ross as well. So that's just a great way to manage it. It's a good football manager challenge it's, for those it's, playing it's, out there. It's not money ball. It's 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 Ross ball. That's yeah, it's Ross ball. Yeah. If we can get so eleven good Ross footballers. I reckon we're in for a shot here. They just need to sign <laughs> Ross McCormick. Hey, that's a good move. That's a great move. Now, does Ross it? Martin. What if? You, well, hey, there you go. What if their last name's Ross? Does that also work? No, nothing can. Has to be first name. It's not, it's not, it's not Ross County, County. Ross football, is it? It's Ross County. Exactly. True, true. Well, that, that draw puts Celtic on four points and sitting in fourth place, and good on them. I hope they just struggle this entire season because no one wants to see them win 10 in a row. Um, their next game is against St. Mirren, who Rangers absolutely destroyed, so that's not going to look good. And the girls play St. Johnston, so uh, you'd expect Celtic to win. So all it has to be for Rangers is to keep putting the pressure on it. And I guess if you wanted to root Honestly. for other teams... You're saying names of teams, and I don't know. <laughs> really? Nobody's heard of Hamilton Academical? I mean, I took them to back-to-back <laughs> Scottish Championships and a, I think it was a Champions League semi-finals in FIFA 19. So they're pretty Mate, well that sounds team, like the school down the road from my house. I think it was made off the school. So uh, I'm sure everyone is aware of Aberdeen. I mean, the great Sir Alex Ferguson coach there before he went to Man United. Some say that was a step in the, in, in in the, the backwards the direction. Yeah. Yeah, he probably should have stayed at Aberdeen, but, you know. You know I would have gone further with Aberdeen, to be fair. Oh, imagine, imagine the championships they could have won, the Champions League. He'd be such a hero. But anyway, that's Realistically, I could manage a Scottish Premier League team too. Right, any, any, anyone can manage United to a treble. It would take a real manager I've, to take Aberdeen somewhere. I've managed some all-aged yeah. women, so I can bloody manage Scottish <laughs> Premier League. It can't be too, too different. Oh, 
Honestly, can you come manage the all age sevens at Eskel Park? Because we are struggling. I think uh, we, you know, you know what our problem is? Our defenders have been watching too much Rafael Varane. I <laughs> have offered my Zoom services uh, to many, to being declined many times. So, really, we just need yeah, to come play. We just need a minute. Yeah, we need, we just need that box to box yeah. midfielder back. All right. So enough all age sevens talk. I know the I know the fans in Boston that's, absolutely love that. That's exactly <laughs> what you need. You need some all age sevens. <laughs> we'll move on to transfer news. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I've just been looking at different pages as we talk. Um, it almost looks like the massive thing that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks is the Jaden Sancho to Manchester United. They're not it's United's not going to give up, but yeah, Dortmund seem intent that he's going to be there next year. Their gaffer came out a couple of days ago and said, no, we're fully prepared. We're preparing to, for a season with him in the squad. So it seems as much as hard as United tried. Um, yeah. Just uh, not he, he, also, he brought in the rule that if uh, he's, he has made the statement that uh, his transfer deadline day is like the 14th of August, I believe, because then the next day they all start training. So he's not he making any moves after that. So no one is leaving the squad. No one's adding to the squad after that date. So, Time all time. Um, uh, Booth, you can talk about the city signings. Um, two pretty important uh, ones, I'd say. As I as I predicted, Nathan Ake once he got back from his little holiday, uh, getting engaged, signed for City. Uh, that was through to twenty twenty five, and Ferran Torres also signing to twenty twenty five uh, from Valencia. So uh, a decent acquisition. Haven't seen too much of him, but I uh, look forward to seeing what uh, Pep can do with him. Uh, speaking of Torres, though, uh, his uh, Valencia have also named his replacement, uh, loaning uh, Takafusa Kubo from Real Madrid for the uh, entirety of the 2021 season. Yeah, you would know about the bloody Weebu moving around. Oh, I you? would absolutely go for a Weebu. <laughs> um, this one's a little bit Man, close it's got to my yellow fever. And... <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a tough disease. Um... <laughs> Uh, this one's a little bit more close to my heart and a little bit close to Jared's heart. You'll know a bit more about this player than I will, but uh, Sheffield United were prepared to make a £10 million offer for Matty Cash, defender from Nottingham Forest. He's uh, a camp. I don't know what you mean. He's a camp. Is he really? He came through the uh, Nottingham Academy and made his professional debut as a, our attacking midfielder, but uh, he's a Robert, right uh, right has here. moved him to right back and boy has he had a phenomenal season there he has on cash right. money cash yeah. money has had a phenomenal season at right back yeah. Nottingham, but, uh, so he can play whatever yeah. whatever Dortmund want for Sancho double it that's what Matty Cash is worth yeah I'm kidding <laughs> well they're, they're looking Nottingham Forest um, looking here they, they want more uh, more in the uh, 15 million pound mark which I think you know for a backup to Georgie Baldock I think we can afford that so That'll probably be. He is the, like, if you need a right back, you can have him. But he is a he's a very versatile footballer. He can play most positions on the in the in the midfield wow. and in now and as he he's showed this season, he's a very capable outside back. So, well, that's probably why Chrissy Chrissy Wild is looking at him because it's a lot of the players in the squad can play multiple positions. Like we signed Jack Rodwell, who's fairly been fairly useless the last few seasons with injuries, but he can play centre midfield. He can play in the defence, which he had for us in a couple of cup games. So. Who knows what Chrissy Wilder's plans are, but in him we trust. Um, another major move in the Premier League, Pierre-Emile Hoiberg had his medical with Tottenham. Looks like he's set to move uh, from Southampton to Tottenham. major. But uh, I think it's a, you know, I think for Tottenham it is. 
I think for Tottenham, it's a great move. I think they, they had to do something. I mean, the drop that they had from where they've been the last few years, the drop that they had last season under Mourinho, no surprise. They need to do something. I mean, he's a he's been pretty solid for Southampton. I think it's a good move for them. Um, I fifteen million is cheaper shit. Of that, you know, you know, amazing caliber, good player, no doubt, good player, but not, you know, not amazing. Is he, is he the man? Is he honestly the man that's going to shore up Tottenham's backline? Is that the, that's the mm. question we need to be asking? No, Probably I don't not. Gonna, I don't think he's going to shield that backline. So I, I yeah, I think, you know, maybe they should have gone for uh, you know, there's rumours Thomas Party's, you know, out there for forty million pounds. Why wouldn't you go for it? Still, like Atletico Madrid. <laughs> 40 mil, and he's one of the better DMs in the La Liga at the moment. So I I don't see why not, though. Worth every penny. I'm just more thinking, yeah. you know, like they get this, they get Hoiberg for 15 million as opposed to spending 40. I, I don't think Tottenham's owners in the in recent times have been really open to spending much money. So that's probably yeah. why. And they broke Tottenham the bank on Andombele last season and he's done jack shit. And I think they're looking at selling him as well. So um. smart, smart. But that will make a tie a little bit of a profit off him, so that's not too bad. Um, Chelsea are looking to bring in Felipe Coutinho back to the Premier League to their club. He seems like he's on the outs. Um, that'll be great when they when he comes up again. If if it does happen, it'll be awesome when they come up against Liverpool because uh, I know Liverpool fans aren't too uh, too happy with the way his whole thing left went. I mean, he could be a Premier League champion right now. Could be a Premier League champion, a Champions League winner, but yep. he's none of those. So he's, a, he's I an guess, FC you know, outcast, is what he is. He got a he got a La Liga. He got a he got a you know Bundesliga medal. So, but none of those are as good as a Champions League and or a Premier League Premier for League. Liverpool. Like he he would literally be a god if he'd won yeah. the Premier League with Liverpool. Like all of those players now are, are, are gods. Like. No, you know who has more uh, more Champions League than Philippe Coutinho? Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> more than Arsenal and City combined as well. Here we go. Shut <laughs> up, mate. <laughs> hey, City's going to win one. When did you win your last Premier League title, chump? Who cares? <laughs> when were um, you last in the Premier League? Ninety-five, I believe. Could have been ninety-nine. Not sure. All I know is uh. Wasn't a good season for us, but doesn't matter. Derby County hold the record for the lowest points in the season, so up you, Derby. All right, oh, um, Derby County. <laughs> I think I, I want to. I want to address something that happened before the show in the last week. It's uh, in regard to Aston Villa fans, and hello to all of you Aston Villa fans if you're listening. Um, the show's profile on Twitter. <laughs> responded to a post-pipe match of the day. I'm trying to load it now. Um, as you can imagine, the thread went on for a long time. Um, still scrolling, still scrolling. Really, it happened from a match of the day tweet that came out and said, Leeds United, West Brom, Fulham. How will they get on next season in the Premier League? Let us know your thoughts. So an unnamed person representative of the Talking Prem podcast, <coughs> Jamie, Jamie, merely stated, Fulham to go down and continue to yo-yo. Should have put a comma in here between these two words, Yo-Yo and West Brom, because that caused some shit. 
West Brom will struggle to survive and Villa will join them. Leeds will be okay. It means too much to them to be in the Prem. This sent Villa fans off in a spiral. They are the most sensitive fan base in the entire world of football. It all started with this bloke. Ash. And they're like touching kids. Nonsense. Your words, your words, not mine, but yes, they are nonsense. The first first tweet to me was from a man called Ash, at AVFC underscore AP. What a loser. For a podcast that talks about the Premier League, you genuinely have bad info. No wonder no one listens to your verbal diarrhea. Well, I'm not wrong. Um, he's an idiot. When you, when you, when you had a shear as a co-host, it was honestly verbal diarrhea. Exactly. He, he could have also been having actual diarrhea while he was on here. That's that's our bad horse. <laughs> well, this bloke continued to just – he sort of hung around as the chats went on. Like, the tweets were amazing. The fight was amazing. Shout out to Kyle Thomas uh, at Kyle, T-H-O, 442697090. He came right to our, our defense. Massive Leeds fan. Absolute legend. I hope he's listening today because you were a legend in this fight with Villa fans. Um, it got to the point where after about an hour and a half, myself and Kyle – we're talking with another Aston Villa fan and actually generally talking football. And I really hope that Aston Villa fan is listening today because out of all of them, you are a decent bloke who actually knows his football. Um, unlike this Ash bloke who just had no you know, arguments to back up what he was saying. It's just things like, you do realise how ignorant and uneducated you sound. As I say, as we were discussing the fact that they should have gone down because they only finished one point out of relegation and... They really should have lost a point when in a draw with Sheffield United. But, yeah, that was about it. Um, Villa fans, fuck your sensitive. Thank you, Kyle Thomas. You're a legend. And I'm sorry to all the West Brom fans that were listening. Had I just put a comma in between Yoko and West Brom, none of the confusion would have happened. Um, so I'm sorry to West Brom, but I do still think you're struggling in the Premier League next year. I just don't think the owner is going to let you spend the type of money you need to to survive. So, Booth, you saw a bit of this happening. What did you think about this? Amazing Twitter thread. Oh, look, you know, uh, some uh, some fans are just really too sensitive for their own good. Um, they a lot of people do hold a bias towards their own team. Um, but yeah, I honestly think Aston Villa, if Grealish goes, it, it it's over. You're like, mm -hmm. you are going to be rooted to the bottom of the table. Um, and the only thing that could probably stop you from coming twentieth without Grealish, is a Slavin Bilic-led West Brom. So, <laughs> A man who has proven think, he cannot do it. Yeah, Fulham, Scott Parker, I think he's a decent manager. He nearly, nearly inspired them to claw it back, but they just couldn't keep the steam rolling yeah. uh, into the final few weeks, uh, match match days. In the, the damage uh, was done. Yeah, it, it was they were, It was over by then. Um so I'm looking forward to see what he can do with a full season under his belt. Um, but, yeah, I do think it will be Fulham, West Brom, and Aston Villa that go down, pending on a Grealish sale. Yeah. I mean, if he stays, you can see them staying up. But, again, he was there this year, and they struggled massively. They need to – Without him on the last day, they go down. They go Exactly. He was – he as I said on the podcast, he literally dragged them out of relegation to stay in the Premier League. And I also yeah. think their gaffer, Smith, is just not up to it. I think, you know, he got him into the Premier League, but he's proven he's, he's, he's a good probably, championship manager. Yeah, he's just a little bit out of the depth. I feel like they need to really move in a different direction. And a lot of their arguments were, oh, you know, the manager doesn't pick the players they bring in with the money. 
And I'm like, what fucking planet are you on? What manager just says, oh, yeah, I need a midfielder. And then a sporting director goes and finds a midfielder. No, he says, these are the three guys I want. I want this guy. If we can't get him, I'm, these these two will be fine. He doesn't just go, yeah. oh, yeah, go get me a midfielder. Go get me a fucking winger. That's what that, that was. That, that's their argument was, oh, yeah, no. You know, he, he doesn't pick the players that he brings in. You know, he they buy the players for him. Like, what fucking, if that's the way you're running the club, you deserve to get relegated. Yeah. Like, well, they look, have no faith in the gaffer. If this Sancho deal doesn't go through to United, I fully expect to see Grealish holding that uh, United well, jersey. Well, you've also got Arsenal who jumped into the mix now. I feel like any. I feel like Arsenal are more inclined to go for Wolf Zaha. Going into the last two years of his deal, probably grab cut price deal from Palace. Yeah, you know he's not re-signing, so. Yeah. It's just a weird one because was it at the start of this season that Manchester United were going hard to bring Zaha back and now they've gone quiet on it and they're going for Grealish? He would refuse to go back to United. What do you thought at the the start of the season? Uh, The way they treated him when he went there. And and loaned him out. Shit, yeah, I think he wouldn't go back. I feel like, yeah, well, he was looking to go to Everton. That didn't go through because they didn't want to pay That's $60 right, million yeah. for him. Fair uh, enough. Arsenal, spend money. So I think $40 million, between 30 $40 million this season, probably see Zaha go. I didn't expect him to be that expensive because I guess he is English. He is homegrown. But <laughs> they do he the plays for Ivory Coast. So that's that's the only reason I see his value probably being lower than, yeah, it, than it currently oh, is. Lower. Well, I, my only thing with Jack Realish is if you go to United, you're not going to be playing half the amount of games you played as the Villa. Like you're yeah. a second fiddle, you'll be sitting on the bench, you'll get plenty of time in cup games and games that don't really mean much. But if you want to sacrifice playing time for money and recognition, playing in the red jersey and a chance to actually win things, as opposed to you know poss- probably most likely going back to the championship next year, yeah, hey, take it. Like. I, I would have preferred to see him at uh, Tottenham, which that was on the cards Good last fit. year, uh, but Villa didn't want to sell. Um, I feel like he would probably fit well there. But, yeah, that would probably be one of the only sort of top six um, teams that would take him. I like the whole Zaha to Arsenal thing. I think that'll look good. It'd be, it'd be really exciting to see a player like Zaha who had all this hype when he was a youth player at United and went on loan to Palace and he lit up the Premier League, it would be actually good to see him in a club with quality players around him and see what he can do because he's got plenty of talent. He just yeah. doesn't really have much around him and he feels the need to have to carry the team where, on his back. Where would, but, he, where would he fit in that Arsenal lineup, though? That is the question. Yeah, look, that is the thing. you got bloody Nicholas Oba. Pepe. you got Aubameyang. you got Lacazette. Maybe does the signal Lacazette on the way out? There are always those rumours, like... And I think they're talking about Aubameyang's really close to signing a new deal, so that's huge for them, keeping him there, because the talk was that he may leave if they don't get European football. But Then you also got the fact that Willian's apparently signing for Arsenal as well on a free transfer. Yeah. So you could go to Chelsea. That could be a A lot of competition up front there. Where do you fit him in there? you got, uh, you got Pulisic, <laughs> you've got Zayic, you've got Werner. you got Abraham. Oh, in the middle. I think Werner will play up top. Tammy back to the bench, or if not, yeah. getting sold. Um, Pulisic down the left. So I do see a position for him on the right wing. 
you got Zayachin behind both of them. You got Mountain Kante sitting holding that midfielder. Kovacic, yeah. Kovacic as well. So that Chelsea Chelsea's team's looking pretty good. As long as you get yeah, rid of that goal, good. I think they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, the the transfer signings I've seen uh, recently as well are. Uh, Chelsea are looking to break the bank and bring Oblak into the club. But then again, every other club is also trying to bring Oblak in. Yeah, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, are they going to want to spend big money on another goalkeeper after what happened when they signed Kepa? So, but, I mean, it, any goalkeeper they bring in now is going to be better than 50-50. So, Nick Pope, yeah. you know, he might cost you a little bit because he's English, but, hey, he's going to be better than 50-50 and he was almost golden glove. Dean Henderson. Yeah. No, 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 He's staying in we the We don't do tonight. that here. We don't do that here. <laughs> United are going to sign Kasper Schmeichel, which is going to deter Henderson from signing a long-term deal, and he's going to join Sheffield United. Oh, please, please. He stabs you in the back and joins Leicester. And we and we signed fucking Aaron Ramsdale from Burnmouth, the useless bloke who's part of the reason why they went <laughs> fucking down. What the hell is wrong with them? Just, oh, sorry to the Blades fans out there that actually think that's a good move, but... They said, oh, yeah, they've offered 12 million and it got rejected. Okay, cool, because I wouldn't have offered 1,200. Like, he's not a good Premier League goalkeeper. Oh. Luckily for us, <laughs> well, luckily for us, we've, we've looked, we've put in a 22 million pound bid for a Turkish goalkeeper. I can't really pronounce his name. You should try and snatch Samba from Nottingham Forest. Yeah, you leave Samba alone. <laughs> How do you like it? <laughs> First, you take uh, Matthew Cash, and now you take out Samba. Stay away from us. Hey, we're just trying to, you know, plunge all the good championship teams of all their good players. I think Ben Kent was on um, Sheffield like United radar as well. They're in the championship for a reason. Yeah, but, you know, you always bring in some young players and eventually they, they shine, you know. Connor Cody, the Wolves captain, was someone like that. Billy Sharp, absolute god of football. The only player I think that is worth anywhere near $100 million. Um, You know, championship is where you find these players. Look at Tammy Abraham. He was a Villa player last year, helped them get promoted, and look what Villa was without him in the team. It was Jack Grealish, Mings, and McGinn. That was Villa. Name me another yeah. Villa player. That's um, not Pepe Reina. Douglas, Douglas <laughs> Louise. That's a, honestly, that was from Man City. <laughs> Douglas it. Louise. He's a See? decent defensive midfielder. Um, anything else we need to talk about that's happened? Not really, eh? Um, you do have yeah, a. Champions League games this week as well. You got Atalanta PSG, which will be oh, a shit. Yeah, we forgot to do the next games. Yep, quarterfinals. I had it loaded for a reason. So yeah, um, Thursday morning here, Atalanta PSG. I only see this one going one way, and that's a Atalanta demolition. Atalanta, three or four win. They just look, they just look really good going forward. They're, they, although Ilicic, I'll look of it. Yeah, he's not going to play. But isn't Mbappe out for Paris PSG? So. Yeah. Mbappe's still out, yeah. If honestly, this has to be PSG's best season to win the championship, uh, the Champions League. Look at their yeah. run in the finals. If no, they don't win it from no, here, no, no, no. Neymar out. Honestly, Blake can't can't do it. <laughs> um, next game uh, was Friday. Leipzig against Atletico. That's huge. Although, not sure if this one's going to go ahead purely because of um, Atleti two confirmed cases. Yeah, the two COVID cases. So that's going to be interesting. It sort of plays into Leipzig's um, hands if that's the case, and they do go ahead. So that'll be huge. Well, considering um, Leipzig also just lost their prominent star in Timo Werner. Right, yeah. So. Yep, so that's a huge loss. Um, Barcelona versus Bayern is on Saturday. That's a massive game. 
but overshadowed for match of the round, <laughs> as Jared said, Man City versus Leon. Um, I think, I, I, to be honest, I think Man City is going to win this one three or four nil. To be fair, I just Leon's got a pretty weak defense. They are pretty direct in their attack, and I think City will really handle that pretty easily. Yeah, yeah hopefully we can uh, attack. Their their backline is uh, composed of two centre backs who are quite. Um, uh, I won't say. I'll say immobile. Uh, Denier is probably is the most mobile of the two of them, uh, but he is a bit of a truck. And I've I've seen him play live this season. He could he did help, help his team to a clean sheet. Did help his team to a clean sheet against Monaco in that game. But Monaco were a share of shit. And um, you got to look at what City are going forward. Sterling, Jesus, in behind. Phil Foden's there as well. De Bruyne can get forward. Silvers, if he's going to be playing, is also deadly in behind. Like I just can't see. Happy birthday, them. Bernardo Silva! By the way, happy birthday. Monaco. Oh, that's right. Twenty twenty six today. Eh? Twenty six today. Jesus, he seems like he looks a lot older than that. I thought I he was in his mid-30s. That's, uh, yeah, I thought 30s too. I think he was close to David Silver's age, and I can't really talk. I look like I'm 40 and I'm 30, so <laughs> for those listening at home. Um, anyway, that's the Champions League wrap-up. Um, fuck, we've gone a long time. 45 minutes, that's a decent time. Um, i got nothing else to add. I'm getting hurried up by my missus, <laughs> and I'm being too loud, so... I think we'll end it there. Um, as you, as always, follow us on Twitter at Talking Prem Pod. Uh, find us on Facebook at The Talking Prem Pod on Facebook. Um, there we go. Now we're getting fancy. We're getting the V in there. Ooh. Well, I didn't want to have it the same because I, I don't know. But yeah, like us on the Talking Prem Podcast on Facebook. Um, I'll start on Instagram eventually. I've been talking about that for like a month now. Eventually, I'll get around to doing it. And yeah, uh, like, subscribe, rate, review. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. Yes. Or follow us on Spotify if you listen there. Um, Find us at Anchor. That is our new hosting site, which is awesome. Um, We'll probably have an ad for them coming up soon. And, yeah, that's it for me. Um, Anything else you boys want to add? Oh, promoting the GIF and Gem Hour of Power when they get around to doing their fourth episode. Um, Listen to that. It's actually pretty funny. Had a banger of an episode, episode three. Uh Talked about Ellen DeGeneres. It was oh, a good little life. That she is. Yes, I and that. did a big expose on Lewis Hamilton. So go over to the Jiff and Jam yes. Power for a, uh, a thought-provoking talk about Lewis Hamilton. It was actually pretty good. So <laughs> raised a lot of good arguments. Um, but that's yeah, not, the that's only not thought I have about that man is yuck. Nonce. Seven. Get seven three in the number one seat, please. The gun. <laughs> Seven world championships. Where are my hands here? Seven. He's only on George Russell. But he's getting that seventh this year. All right, that's enough Formula One talk. All right, we're out of here. Um, <laughs> talk to you guys next week. We'll review Bye. Champions League Europa. Any transfers that are happening. I might um, do my homework next weekend. I might actually watch some football. And, uh, yes, actually watch some games. That'd be nice. <laughs> but I like this. This was a good setup. Man's got a uh, job. Yeah, that's it. You got something to do. <laughs> we want them advertising dollars. Um, yeah, um, that's it for me. Up the blades. I've uh, been your professional sim racer. Bye. Thanks for listening, Richie. See you next time. <laughs> see you next week, boys. <laughs>